When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. Welcome to the World of Work podcast, brought to you by the Aggie Evo System, UC Davis Athletics' one-of-a-kind initiative that focuses on preparing student-athletes for a successful launch into life after graduation. Happy Thursday, Aggie Evo fans. If it's Thursday night, it must be time for the World of Work podcast. This is the time we take every week to try to accomplish part of our mission to help Aggie athletes better know and navigate the world of work and route to a successful launch after graduation. Our simple purpose with these World of Work podcasts is to introduce current student athletes to people that did their thing previously, to terrific alums who are out in the world killing it, doing different things, so that we're expanding student athlete knowledge of what jobs are out there and also building their social capital by creating networks. So today, we are lucky this Thursday to have an old Aggie vet from our water polo team. Mr. Austin Beckwith from Five Star Bank is here to join us. Hey, Austin, how are you? Hey, Mike, doing well. How about yourself? I have no complaints. It is good to have a water polo guy on the call. And I can't remember, um, you've probably told me this before, what position did you play? Um, I was center defender, kind of bounced around. Let's see, as a freshman, I guess I was a utility um, player, but kind of groomed into more of the center defender position. So uh, definitely got beat up, but uh, it was it was fun. It was a good position. Highly recommend it. <laughs> so most people don't know anything about water polo because honestly, Nobody knows anything about water polo. It's a very small world, but it's one of my favorite sports because four eight-minute quarters, 
brutality under the water, terrific endurance, um, great teamwork, but the center defender, your job, if we were thinking about telling your job description, putting it on your resume is essentially to sit in the middle of the pool, take a tremendous amount of abuse, drown the other guy's center defender and dump the ball into the goal whenever you can. Yeah, pretty much in a nutshell. I mean, it's think of it as, as like basketball. I think everybody can like relate to basketball. Yep. So it's, it's set up like that. So you you have a center. So think of me as like the guy having to guard Shaq in the middle <laughs> of the, uh, of the pool, I guess you'd, you'd call it. And uh, yeah, just trying to push him out of position or get in front. So he doesn't have a direct lane to receive a pass or anything like that. Um, but yeah, definitely a very physical uh, position to defend. I think that's the thing everybody can identify with. Trying to defend Shaq. Sounds like a good time. Three hundred fifty <laughs> yeah, The center is typically of... the largest guy in the pool. So. <laughs> yeah. While getting drowned. That sounds yep. like a lot of fun to me. So you are a UC Davis grad. When did you graduate? I graduated December of 2015. So I guess at the end of the uh, my fall quarter, super senior fall quarter. And how'd the team do that fall? Uh, we, we had a good run. We had a good run. We didn't quite win a conference. <laughs> Uh, it was disappointing, but nonetheless, it was a great season. I mean, we, we won out conference in the regular season. Um, great, great team. I couldn't ask for, you know, a better season, but, you know, cherry on top would have been definitely beating San Diego, UC San Diego yep. at conference. Um, the dreaded rivals. Yep. So it, we it are coming on. up on your five-year anniversary of graduation. Tell everyone, what are you doing now? What's your day Jeez. job? What's your gig? What does that mean? Time flies, five years. Um, so let's see, currently with Five Star Bank, uh, my current title is Assistant Vice President Loan Officer. Um, and a loan officer- I know you're an AVP now, Assistant I'm, Vice I'm President. I'm AVP Beckler. now, that's, yeah, big, big news. Congratulations. Five, five years, man, I've been doing a lot of work, I guess. Apparently. Um, so a lo loan officer, I guess kind of every bank has different terminologies, but, uh, at Five Star, what loan officer is, is it's on the credit side of, of lending. So on a day-to-day -day basis, what I do is underwriting. So I'll, I'll underwrite new loan requests um, or renewal requests that we have uh, pending at the bank. So underwriting is basically kind of analyzing, taking in applications for new loans, uh, looking at the numbers, if it makes sense, kind of forming up some sort of narrative for repayment. Um, and that's kind of underwriting in a, in a nutshell, but uh, a lot of analysis, a lot of numbers um, and some narratives. So. And Five Star Bank, uh, you all consider yourselves a community bank, I think. So your customers are primarily businesses, small, medium, large size businesses in the Sacramento community. That's correct, Mike. So Five Star Bank, we have branches in the immediate Sacramento area, Natomas, um, Roseville, Rancho Cordova and Elk Grove. Um, and then we're starting to expand a little north. Uh, we've always had two satellite offices, Chico and Redding. And then we just brought on Yuba City in uh, July. Uh, but that's correct. We, we typically lend within that footprint. Um, you know, we'll go down south of the valley, maybe a little bit in LA, a little bit in the Bay Area. But predominantly, um, we, we, we lend uh, on businesses in the Sacramento area uh, in a nutshell. Oh, sorry about that. Who's that? The security alarm's going off. That's uh, that's Bean. What kind of fur baby do you have? Uh, he is a 70-pound Doberman. Nice. That is a <laughs> water polo center defender quality dog, I think. <laughs> yeah. 
you could so, um, what kind of businesses do you deal with? Is it the full gamut all over the economy or are there particular uh, subsectors, industries that you guys focus on? Yeah, pretty diverse. Uh, I say our portfolio is now. Um, however, we were founded, the bank was founded by a commercial real estate developer here in Sacramento. So our bread and butter has been commercial real estate. And, you know, commercial real estate is a kind of a vague term if you look into it. Um, it could be anything from an industrial warehouse to an office building, uh, even like a multifamily, like an apartment is considered commercial real estate. Yeah. Um, so within that, I guess, definition of properties, there's a lot of, I guess, businesses you could say. Um, and within commercial real estate, you kind of look at them, they're, they're typically like single asset LLCs. So yeah, it is a business that we're lending to. And, you know, that business is renting out office space, for example. And uh, so folks understand the value chain of underwriting, as I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, to a novice, if I'm a business guy, I go into Five Star Bank and there's a person that I talk to and say, hey, I need a loan. That person then goes to you and you do the analysis and decide, yeah, Mike's good for it. We should loan this. Then you go to the bank board and say, this is good. Let's fund this. And then the bank cuts me a check and away I go. Is that this? Super That's simplified, but accurate. Super simplified, accurate. Yep, I would I would say so. So that's that's right, Mike. We I'll I'll take a look at the borrowers or applicants' um, financials, and you know say like, okay, hey, you're applying for a million dollar loan, for example. How can you repay this? You know, what is the loan going to be uh, collateralized with? You know, is it within our bank policies? You know, uh, are we comfortable? Um, how is the market looking? Does this guy have the wherewithal, you know, to lease it up, to keep it leased up? Um, and then, yeah, I'll take, you know, if I'm comfortable with the deal, I'll take it to loan committee, as we call it. And yeah, we, uh, myself and the biz, biz dev guy, we call him, um, typically the relationship manager who brought in the applicant off right. the street, as we say. And then, uh, yeah, we'll present the deal or my underwriting uh, for approval at loan committee. And then, yep, once that's approved, um, then it's on to documentation and, and closing. That's a really good uh, point to remember that I often forget to tell uh, prospective bank folks about is business development. That, that is mm -hmm. sort of the formal title in your industry of the folks that are actually going out and getting customers and bringing them to the bank, maybe pitching them probably a little bit of outbound and a little bit of inbound sales. So it's really a sales position. Correct. Yep. So our, our business development guys are you know, the client facing guys who correct are trying to get or win customers um, to bring them over to the bank. And then, yeah, once they have, you know, an applicant, um, that's when I get, they get in touch with me, or I guess the loan is technically assigned to me um, by the chief credit officer to underwrite um, and Got do it. my analysis. And to those, so I, I think in Five Star, you came in through the predecessor of the current um, leadership entry program. Yep, the accelerated it leadership program. The accelerated ALT leadership course. program is what it is That's now. Right. What was it when you joined? Uh, back in the day, I think it was called management training program. That's but, uh, right. It's all it's all the same, um, or I guess I should say it is ALT now. But yeah, very similar, identical program, uh, rotational program. Um, and what I guess appealed to me is. You know, the ALT program is designed for the recent college grad, and they don't require any prior banking experience because other than, you know, checkings in a savings account, I had no notion or in loans for that matter, uh, not much past what the name loan, but uh, I had no idea what banking was all about. And 
you know, having or the requirement for no prior banking experience was a plus. Um, and also just, you know, I guess the bank's willingness to invest in, you know, a recent college grad like myself um, was definitely appealing. Um, and so the rotational program when I did is, is it, it's about 18 months, uh, but it's all subject to, you know, the bank is, you know, a small growing bank. And so, you know, there's departments that are created on the fly um, and grow, you know, like a weed. So, you know, there could be various needs within the bank. So your rotation within the bank can be, you know, tailored to what you have interests in or what the bank uh, has needs in and opportunities can arise. But for example, my, my rotational program, I started in operations handling deposits as uh, so I was a teller. So I learned how cash moved over the counter, as you call it. And yep. then um, after that, I went into loan administration and started doing loan reviews. So kind of reviewing existing portfolio loans that were a certain size limit that needed to be reviewed on an annual basis. And, and in a sense, that's kind of underwriting because you're re-underwriting the loan. You're, you're, look, you're getting current financials. You're reassessing you know, our original uh, repayment expectation. And, and you're kind of measuring it like, hey, are they on track? Are they making as much cash as we thought they were? You know, how's the value of our collateral? Is it still what we thought or if not better? Um, and so there you kind of learned how to do some underwriting. And then I, I moved into my current position of a loan officer um, where I underwrite new deals. Um, and yeah, so numbers, I mean, as long as you have, I guess, a good understanding of math, uh, and accounting is definitely a plus. Yeah. I wish I took some accounting classes in college, but you know, the five star banks, you know, saying is, you know, baptism by fire. So they're <laughs> not afraid to, you know, get you, get you learning quick. Um, I'd learning say, by so, doing is uh, not a bad way to go. If learning by doing. That's what my boss risk. always says. I should have said that. That's, you nailed it there, Mike. <laughs> we, uh, we call it experiential learning now in the Aggie Evo system. <laughs> Right. Let's go back to graduation. You were a man econ major or an economics major? Uh, economics, correct. Okay. And that prepared you well, but you could have been a performance piano major and you still would have been able to figure it out because five stars not expecting you to know anything. Could have been that or, you know, could have played professional water polo in Spain or who knows. <laughs> <laughs> but you found your way here. Tell us a little more about your undergraduate experience. The Aggie Evo system did not exist when you were here. So student athletes were kind of on their own to figure out, hey, what do I want to study? How do I get ready? What was your journey like over your four and a half years at Davis to get you to that place where you got hired by Five Star? You know, I, I definitely got lucky. I you know, looking back on it now, like I, I don't understand how I landed the job. I <laughs> honestly got lucky um, kind of through a network or, a, you know, a past connection who, uh, worked at five or works at five star bank currently. Um, and he told me about the program that they were offering for college graduate management training program at the time, but yeah, pre Aggie Evo, you know, it, we were kind of on our own to go to the student fair yeah. or the career fair student fair, which I, what am I saying? Yeah. Career fair. And I, I'll admit, you know, I definitely was not proactive and I didn't go to many of them. Um, and I definitely didn't do my homework. I, I, as a guy, I guess, or a guy, as a, a participant on the other side of the table. Um, so I've been to some of the student career fairs um, representing Five Star Bank. 
And one thing that I can say is I definitely appreciate the students that come to the table uh, who have already kind of done some research about, you know, us, for example, Five Star Bank, and, you know, really learning or knows a little bit about, you know, what we're all about and what our kind of business model is. Because, you know, we're there, you know, yeah, sure, we'll, we'll, we'll inform you about Five Star Bank, but we're really there to learn about the student, to learn about you. And we really want to know if like, hey, I think you would be a good fit, you know, tell me about yourself. And so I really wish I did back as a student, you know, really did my homework and went to these career fairs and, you know, did the research and see like what positions were they offering and see if that kind of lined up, if I could be qualified and then sell myself as, you know, potential candidate when I graduate, you know, like, hey, this is an area that I want to go into. Uh, you have a branch here or you're locations is here, like this is where I want to live, you know, I think I would be a good fit for your company. And those are the kind of students, you know, when we go to the career fairs, those are the kind of students that, yeah, get our attention, like, oh my gosh, like this person, this student is going to be a perfect candidate. Yeah. Um, so yeah, looking back on it, yeah, I definitely, definitely wish I'd, I had done that. But <laughs> no, I, I mean, I guess I got lucky. And I'm, I'm definitely glad I, I landed it with, with Five Star Bank. So I'm guessing as a, uh, even though you are now very successful in the world of work, you would not recommend luck as a strategy for other future grads. <laughs> luck, yeah, not so much. But I mean, in the end, I guess it was kind of, you know, uh, a network or, you know, a, a prior contact connection, I, I would say. So, you know, yeah, reach out to your connections. If you know of somebody that works in the industry in this area or the area that you want to work, uh, you know, reach out, you know, who, who knows, they might have uh, something like what five star bank, the ALT program, maybe to offer where, you know, hey, no, no experience is needed, uh, apply. And if, you know, banking is something that you see in your future, you'd be a great candidate. Okay, so tell me as a center defender, even though most people listening have no idea what that job actually is. What is the, uh, the thing, the quality that made you successful in the pool that you have called upon the most as an assistant vice president or anywhere else in your banking career? Ooh, good question, Mike. Um, let's see here. Probably situational awareness, you know, knowing mm -hmm. the fact if I'm coming down one side of the pool and the center's coming down this side, you know, where, where are we anticipating, you know, where's the ball going to be, you know, before it's there. And that's kind of similar to, you know, in the banking industry, like if I have a deal, like what do I need to underwrite it? You know, if it's coming down the pipeline, like, Hey, this loan's going to get assigned to me. Okay. Then I'm looking for X, Y, Z to underwrite uh, this loan. And I guess same with back in water polo, you know, like if I'm in this position and the ball's coming down here, okay, Hey, I need to be here for, you know, when we get in front of the goal so I can shut down this defender. Um, so, I mean, I, I definitely think, yeah, with being a student athlete and being a center defender kind of helped me, I guess, Taylor. Uh, that's a really interesting answer. I talk my, about uh, situational <laughs> awareness with student athletes all the time, and it's not a thing they think about as applying in the world or a phrase that 18 to 22 year olds often use, but it is a thing you cultivate as an athlete that I think does apply in a lot of situations once you leave school. Um, flip side of that question, what's the thing that you feel you need the most work on now as somebody in the world of work that you probably could have, should have, might have developed in your undergraduate days? 
probably accounting <laughs> more <laughs> more math because i think econ major you know isn't as uh, applied as man econ uh so there's a lot more math involved in the man econ major if i can remember um so i mean like i said you, you definitely learn quick at five star but if i had a little bit of a better base knowledge of numbers uh, specifically accounting because that's pretty much banking there debits and credits yep um i think that 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 definitely would have would have so that, that falls into the cognitive skill actual um learned thing in the classroom deal but what about the non-cognitive side as far as dealing with people dealing with teams dealing with situations is there a thing that you maybe weren't great at as a water polo player and that you now recognize oh god i wish i'd worked on that more you know i i, I guess i might be deflecting the question but i guess really nothing because the being a student athlete you kind of learn all of that like like you said uh one thing that i kind of thought about was you know conflicting personalities yeah. you know being on a team you know there's always a teammate that you know doesn't get along with the rest of the team or you always butt heads with and that's the same case in the working world there's always going to be you know unfortunately like ideally yeah you want to work at a, a workplace that you know everybody gets along but there's always going to be you know a strong personality and i think you know being a student athlete you know whether it was a coach or a teammate um you know that's something we we're all no stranger to and we know how to how to cope and deal with it um and then shoot like time management i mean student athletes have a great sense of it already because of you know having to travel during school or during midterms um, same thing in banking. I mean, time management's huge as far as, you know, hey, this loan needs to close or there's, you know, uh, a sales agreement with a closing escrow date of this. Like, we got to make sure this loan is funded by this date kind of thing. Um, so I guess, I, I, Mike, I can't really think of anything that I wish. That was actually a perfect answer that was <laughs> not answered and, and kind of captures what we try to convince student athletes all the time that part of your athlete experience that you probably undervalue is you develop this broad suite of non-cognitive skills or what some people call soft skills at a level that very few 22 year olds have when they graduate. And you will find that they're all super applicable in the world of work, no matter what you're gonna do, but you don't necessarily know that until you get out there and see that. And so it's always mm -hmm. helpful to have former athletes come back and say, oh yeah, all those things that you learn on your team, turns out those are really useful. And I'm guessing you have peers, colleagues in your current workplace that you recognize were not student athletes and missed out on some stuff that you had to learn to survive in the pool. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yep. They're definitely, you know, def management trainees that came in, uh, you know, that definitely couldn't take uh, strong personalities well. And yeah, unfortunately I'd see some management trainees come and go um, at the bank. Um, so yeah, no, I'm definitely appreciative of that. And I'm sure the, uh, I hope, all the current Aggies can appreciate that as well. And I'm guessing, would you describe yourself as coachable when you were a player? Uh, yeah, I would say so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I stayed on the team. I didn't get kicked off. <laughs> there you go. And I would guess that in your professional evaluations now, there is appreciation for your coachability because that's another thing that people my age say, people your age don't often do well and that's receive feedback. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, constantly receiving constructive criticism, I, I guess you can call it, um, definitely of how, you know, you could have underwritten a deal better or, you know, how to prepare yourself next time if, you know, something bad came up. Um, but yeah, I mean, that every day I have to deal with that. Um, 
So um, one last question that's um, topical, not related to banking, but related to where we are in society at the moment. One of the things that we're trying to do is increase opportunities for uh, folks that don't traditionally have access to social capital and fields like finance and management consulting and banking. And I, there is, I think, a bit of a diversity, equity and inclusion challenge that the banking industry has. Um, how well are you guys doing at trying to create uh, an atmosphere of inclusion and diversity and equity within Five Star? Uh, within the employees or are you yeah. talking to customer base? No, within the employees, the staff. Oh, I mean, she's the ALT program for sure. I mean, I, my notion before working there was, you know, a bank was a bunch of old people, suits <laughs> and ties, three pieces uh, that sat around, smoked cigars uh, and, you know, approved loans or denied loans. Yeah. But uh, no, that that's not the case at all, especially at Five Star. Um, I'd say, you know, a majority of the bank is definitely a younger crowd um i mean shoot the alt program where it's aimed at hiring the recent college grads so we have a ton of young talent at the bank um and a lot of them are you know around my age and it's it's cool to get along with them and a lot of them are my my golfing buddies on the weekend so um yeah diversity is is definitely pretty big at, at five sorry i would say i've never worked at another bank so I can't speak for, you know, the banking industry as a whole, but uh, to your point, yeah, five-star, I'd say is definitely diverse. That's great. All right. That's all the time we have for the podcast interview. This will wrap up this week's World of Work Aggie Evo podcast with special guest today, Mr. Austin Beckwith, distinguished Aggie water polo alum, current assistant vice president for our valued corporate partner, Five Star Bank. Thanks for listening to the World of Work podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and forward this to a friend. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So... Do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.